The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Tuesday morning headlines. Today we could learn the identity of a person killed in a Northwest Austin motorcycle crash. It was last night. First responders getting to that scene off of Palmer Lane and Mopac around 9.30. Another driver involved wasn't injured. It's not clear what caused the accident. Today, Foundation Communities is announcing nearly $3 million in federal aid for affordable housing right here in Austin. It will get $2.6 million in federal money for items including siding replacement, solar panels, and broadband internet for various apartment properties in Austin. Around half will come from the Housing and Urban Development and the rest from the Education Department. Some communities in California are still underwater after a levee break, unleashing massive flooding along the Santa Cruz-Monterey County line. Several roads have been closed because of that flooding. According to the National Weather Service, much of California is still under some type of flood warning, watch, or advisory. Much different picture here in our area. We are starting uh, the second day of spring break with some cold weather out there. Yeah, that's right. So it's going to be a bit cooler than yesterday, but still technically kind of closer to where we should yeah, be right. for this time of year. We've been spoiled with the warmth, but yeah, we've got some cold temperatures in the forecast. And of course, in very usual Texas way, we're going to be dealing with the up and down roller coaster ride. Hey, at least it's dry out there. Uh, dealing with again the low humidity it's going to be comfortable but yeah you can probably get away in terms of wearing a jacket this morning but also maybe just bringing back out that fall weather or winter weather attire maybe a hoodie sweatshirt for today a little bit of a light breeze right now looking towards uh, the UT campus is 51 degrees right now here in Austin. Definitely a morning you want to grab that hot cup of coffee here as you're getting going. Hey, look at these temperatures in the hill country. 45 in Llano. It's 47 around Mountain down through Burnett at 47 as well. 46 in Land Passes. Metro temperatures here, 49 in Cedar Park and 49 in Pflugerville. So you get the picture. It is chilly everywhere you go. Jacket weather even out towards the east. Rockdale there sitting at 46 degrees. Going to be a nice day, though, to be out and about. Just prepare for some cooler weather. Going to be not the prettiest of days with more clouds than sun, we're thinking, with temperatures into the 60s. Look at this, though. Today will be the coolest day of the next three. We do start a nice warming trend, 70s tomorrow, into your Thursday, back into the 80s with surging humidity. But the big story here is the next cold front. That will drop the temperatures down significantly here and give us our next chance of rain and maybe even a severe storm threat. We'll talk about that coming up. Thank you, Sean. The family of a man killed by Austin police officers during a chase plans to sue. The lawsuit against APD and several officers involved is expected to be filed today. Police say Anthony Franklin shot and injured someone downtown back in January. This is some of the video from the incident. Officers say that after that shooting, they shot and killed Franklin near six in Colorado streets. The family claims that Franklin was on the ground, crouched in the fetal position when officers opened fire. This morning at 11, his family and several civil rights attorneys are holding a press conference. That'll be in front of the Austin Federal Courthouse. Four Central Texas teenagers could face charges for several crimes. They're accused of multiple car burglaries, vehicle thefts, gun thefts, and credit card abuse. 
Police arrested 17-year-old Eduardo Steven Talule Oviedo and 18-year-old Naomi Davis in Hayes County. Two others were also arrested but not identified. The Hayes County Sheriff's Office said its investigation with the Kyle Police Department, it actually began December 2022. That's when several suspects from Austin traveled to the Kyle Buda area and committed multiple burglaries and thefts. Police say close to 21 unlocked cars were burglarized. Some of the vehicles were also stolen due to the keys being left inside, but investigators said that those vehicles were later recovered in Austin. Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is waking up at his home this morning. He was released from the hospital last night after a fall last Wednesday. His medical team found that he suffered a minor rib fracture. The 81-year-old will now focus on physical therapy. He may not be back on Capitol Hill for about two weeks, according to his aides. There is a federal hearing tomorrow about abortion pills. An anti-abortion rights group is pushing back right now against the Food and Drug Administration. Since the process the FDA used more than 20 years ago to approve drugs for medication abortions was unlawful and should be revoked. Federal judge in Texas announced this hearing will be public. You can help push for legalized pot in Texas today. Advocates for marijuana policy change will gather at the Texas Capitol. They want to expand the compassionate use program for safe and legal access to medical cannabis. Also reduced penalties for low-level possession of marijuana. Registration is free and the event starts at 10 this morning. Going in depth, Texas lawmakers expanded the state's medical cannabis program in 2021 to include patients with PTSD and all types of cancer as eligible candidates. But since then, advocates say the demand has outgrown the current program's capabilities. The Texas Compassionate Use Program operates under the Texas Department of Public Safety. It allows for a minimum of three licensed dispensaries to operate in the state. So far, there are only three, but DPS just opened the application process for more. As of last October, there were nearly 39,000 patients in the registry and 643 physicians. Georgetown is asking people to share how they use downtown and what they'd like to see improve. Comes as the city works to update its downtown master plan. Georgetown wants to know what people like about downtown. People can fill out a survey on the city's website, share their thoughts. City's first downtown master plan was created in 2003 and then it updated it in 2014. A massive bank fallout in California, what the federal government is promising to all of its customers. And how your eating habits, what you eat, could be impacting climate change. Good morning, a live look this morning from our studio camera on top of KXAN looking out at downtown Austin. Cool start to your Tuesday morning. To the news now, and President Joe Biden insists the U.S. banking system is safe. This statement after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the California-based bank, often working with tech companies, but also serves small business owners. We were panicked. I mean, we, we didn't know, um, you know, how we were going to make ends meet in, in the coming weeks. The federal government is promising all SVB customers will have full access to their deposits, including those above the $250,000 federal insurance limit. The federal government is offering the same deal for New York-based Signature Bank after state regulators closed the cryptocurrency leader over the weekend. A lot of experts and economists are saying this is not 
the great financial crisis of 2008-2009. We do not have the systemic issues without being addressed by the government directly as quickly as they did. Before I, uh... The president says management at the two shuttered banks will be held accountable. President Biden also called for legislative action to re-tighten financial regulations. Good morning, I'm Dylan McKim. It's just turf right now, but a few months ago, it was a winter wonderland out here with an outdoor ice rink. Now the city of Bee Cave is bringing back Bee Cave on ice for next season. We'll talk about the success of its inaugural season coming up. The Texas State Park just reopened. The temporary plan as lawmakers hash out whether or not they should fight for the lake that so many visit. Good morning, all the latest with both Texas basketball teams as they get ready for March Madness. It's coming up. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Good morning, a live look outside. The UT Tower lit burnt orange. Uh, they won the Big 12 basketball tournament over the weekend. Still celebrating. And they're still <laughs> celebrating on the 40 acres. Light it up. Speaking of, the University of Texas wants to get more students interested in a growing industry. Yeah, Austin recently saw a boom in computer chip making with Samsung and others investing in locations here. So UT hosted a roundtable at South by Southwest yesterday. Congressman Michael McCall and Lloyd Doggett, along with others, took part. They want to make sure the U.S. is ready to fill the void in supply chain issues that the pandemic exposed. One of those ways is to make learning opportunities about semiconductor production available to students. What we're trying to do even more today is to make sure we have a dialogue so we know what they need and help them. Uh, they can inform what we teach in the classroom. They can supply projects, guest lecturers, uh, opportunities, internships for our students. UT President Jay Hartzell says they're also working to find new, innovative ways to get kids in K through 12 excited about the industry. One of the big topics this year at South By is climate change. And one of the things that impacts climate change you may not know about is actually your food and what you eat. Joining me now is Marcus Lovell Smith with Neutral Foods. Now, you guys produce a carbon neutral food. What is a carbon neutral food? How does that work? It works. Uh, I think there's an increasing understanding that food and agriculture has a big impact on climate. What's interesting about food and agriculture, though it, though it has a big impact, it is also a, an extraordinary ability to sequester and mitigate carbon as, uh, as well. So it's a sort of uh, two sides of a coin there. We work directly with dairy farmers to produce a carbon neutral milk. So we're, Neutral is the first carbon neutral food company in the United States. We're super excited to be here uh, in, in Austin and in Wheatsville. Uh, so when we talk about neutral foods, when we're talking about carbon neutrality in general, it's not just making something without generating any carbon. Sometimes it's about offsets and finding ways to prevent carbon from going in the atmosphere. What do you all do with the dairy farmers to kind of prevent carbon? And otherwise, how do you offset the carbon that you do produce? That's a great question. We work directly with dairy farmers all across uh, the country. Um, we work uh, with uh, the cows directly. We work with manure management. We work with feed management. All of these aspects of a, of a farm have climate impacts. In fact, most of the impact of milk 
most of the impact of milk happens at the farm. Our job is to work with farmers. We're very farmer-led. We never go on. To, we never go onto a farm uh, and tell a farmer what to do. We ask them. They normally have a big list of projects, uh, and we work with them uh, to mitigate their impacts. I read a study earlier this week that it's around 15% of all the greenhouse gas emissions are produced by farms. How do you transition that 15% to a world where that doesn't exist, or we aren't emitting that? What's that transition like to remediate that? Well, I think a lot of it's about communication. And it's also a lot about sort of hearts and minds. It's moving people, realizing that they can genuinely make a difference. And if you're worried about maritime shipping, which you should be, it's quite hard to do something about it. But with food and agriculture, you can you can make choices every single day in a grocery store. We saw the fantastic beginnings of the organic movement in the 70s and 80s, and I think we will see aisles and aisles eventually, not just us, not just neutral, uh, of carbon neutral foods. And carbon neutral foods is in almost by definition is the way you decarbonize agriculture. I think that climate change and uh, you know saving the environment, that is obviously a big topic at South by Southwest. And I know there are some UT students who are talking about their work over in Africa. We featured them right. where they're uh, working to offset carbon emissions with farmers there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, really cool to see yeah. that the, the way that you shop can, can yeah. make a difference. Absolutely. Farmers markets I know are great, but Absolutely. then yeah, shopping organic. That's right. And also a big help too is is taking less trips to the grocery <laughs> store, right? right? <laughs> Buying in bulk, believe it or not, Make that list. can help you. Yeah, absolutely making that list. All right, let's uh, get you outside here on this chilly start to your morning. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thank you all for joining us here. It's a clear sky in downtown Austin right now, but we're going to start to see increasing clouds uh, through the later part of the morning. And boy, is it going to be pretty cool out there, but comfortable, I'd say, as long as you prepare for the elements, right? Dealing with temperatures here into the 50s by 11 a.m. by lunchtime, we're already into the uh, 60s there. Temperatures out in the hill country in the 40s right now. It is jacket weather for you in Lano. Good morning to you out in Lampas. is sitting at a nice chilly cold 46, 50 degrees in LaGrange. The humidity is low today. It is comfortable in that respect, but that changes as we make our way into Thursday and Friday. Look at this. This is going to be a big drop that will be with our next cold front and next system that is already uh, pushing into the West Coast. Big atmospheric river event, another one giving feet of snow for the portions of the Sierra Nevada mountains. And then for us here at home, we're quiet right now, although we have a weak system pushing up towards the north, triggering a few isolated rain shower chances. I didn't fully put this in our forecast. It's a less than a 10% chance, meaning less than 10% of the viewing area seeing rain falling from the sky over your head. But again, yeah, you see that there into uh, portions of San Saba County and uh, Lamp Passes. That's where we'll have the best chance of rain. But for all of us here, rain chances really ramp up as we make our way from Thursday night and into early Friday morning. And also going to be dealing with another chance for some strong to severe storms. Now officially in that range, in that timeline where we get a little bit of a better idea of what's going to happen. Two out of five risk for maybe some large hail, damaging winds, can't rule out an isolated tornado. So here's how it plays out. Thursday, starting to wake up to a few showers out there, isolated and still pretty light, becoming a little bit more scattered into the afternoon. 
with even some evening thunderstorms, although I think the severe threat will come in along the cold front that will push through our area after 10 p.m., Midnight here in Austin, then moving down towards the south and east. So again, this is when we would be dealing with the best chance of rain and that severe storm threat. So again, you want to continue to stay weather aware and check in with us for updates. And could see a good beneficial rain basically uh, east of I-35. Unfortunately, some lesser amounts out towards the hill country. So today it's dry for many. Again, that spot shower up towards the north, 64 degrees. We're cool, we're dry, low humidity. Humidity, though, starts to rise, and so do the temperatures tomorrow and into the day Thursday. Look at that, very warm 80s. And then for St. Patty's Day, again, going to be a cold one. Cold weekend ahead expected with temperatures there into the 50s and 40s. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning, all. It is finally here. You can look up from filling out your bracket now. They don't give us too much time for sports anyway. We'll get to both Texas teams, the men and the women, in a second. But first, former coach of the Texas men, Chris Beard, who coached last season in the first stretch of this season for Texas, is now the new head coach at Ole Miss. Beard was arrested December 12th after his fiance called 911 saying Beard choked, bit, and hit her. The charges were later dropped by the Travis County District Attorney February 15th, but he was fired by Texas 10 days before that. In the Ole Miss video announcing the hiring, they used no video of Beard at UT, all at Little Rock and Texas Tech. To the current Longhorns team led by Rodney Terry, they're a two seed that'll tip off Thursday evening against Colgate. What an incredible run through adversity for this bunch of Longhorns winning the Big 12 tournament title. No play bigger than that one. The emphatic alley-oop from Rice to Arterio Morris. For their interim head coach, a lot of people, including his players, wanted to get the full-time job. It's just not his focus. Well, I always tell our guys and, and really try to instill in those guys, live where your feet are. You know, live in the present. You can't control some things, you know, moving forward in the future. This team's been on an incredible journey. I've enjoyed being with them on this journey. We're going to try to go as far as we can go, and, and really that's kind of been my focus the entire time. To the women, also with high hopes heading into March 4C. They were excited about that, so they're going to host the first two rounds of the tournament. They will face 13th-seeded East Carolina Saturday evening. Coming off that Big 12 title game loss to Iowa State Sunday, where the players were not happy after the loss. That frustration does make their coach happy. Our kids were disappointed um, and very upset, and, and that's what I love about them. I love their passion and commitment to winning and doing what it takes to win. Okay, so long story short of what we've been talking about today. Busy week for Texas fans. Texas men start Thursday. Friday, you can kick back, kick back and watch some other teams. Saturday, the women play. If the men win, they play again Saturday, and then if they keep on winning, more basketball. So just get on the couch, watch Cakes and, and a lot of Texas basketball. We'll send it back to you. All right, thank you, Noah. Live look this morning from Q2 Stadium, lit up right mm -hmm. now. For the first time, Austin FC is hosting a CONCACAF Champions League game over there at Q2. It's tonight at 7, taking on Haiti's Violet AC team. The winner of the CONCACAF Champions League qualifies directly for the FIFA Club World Cup. So. Could be very cool. Yeah. We have a bit of a, a deficit that Austin FC needs to make up. They they lost their first game three to nothing. So we'll see how they do tonight. Well, I'm glad that you were able to take that read because I was unprepared <laughs> for some of the words that you just said. You know, we each a, have our strengths. A soccer rookie watcher. That's, watch right. That's right. Sure. Thanks, Tom.
Uh, some Texas teachers worry about a proposed program that would give families money for private school. Senate Bill 8 would set up an education savings account, allowing families to get a payment of $8,000 to send their child to private school. The bill's author, Senator Brandon Crichton, says it wouldn't take away money from public schools. He pointed to his companion bill that would bolster funding to public schools and give teachers a raise. But some public school advocates say the proposals contradict each other. Ask them if they feel like their schools have been fully funded. We need to take care of where 95% of our students are, and that's in the public schools in rural, suburban, and urban Texas before we even start thinking about basically creating new tax breaks for people that already send their kids to private school. Teachers rallied at the state capitol asking lawmakers to raise their base pay. Senator Creighton's bill does not list a specific number for increasing teacher salaries, like several other bills that have been filed to address educator salaries. Going in depth, a high-ranking official with the Texas Education Agency told a parent that public schools could lose funding under a school voucher system. It happened during a recorded phone call in February between a parent and the Deputy Commissioner of Governance. We have audio of that call on KXAN.com. Just search under leaked recording. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.